Yo, I just wanted to take some time out to thank every single last one of you who listened to the first season of Faithful Christian. The support has been overwhelming for me. Not that I got like a million listens, but even if I just had one consistent listener, it would have meant the world to me. So thank you for everyone who did listen to the first season and for those who reached out to me and for those who encouraged me to continue on. That meant so much to me. So thank you guys. So season two, I'm so glad to announce, is going to happen. And the theme will be Christians and. So the first episode, for example, is going to be Christians and the process. Um, Talking about the mundane parts of life, what it looks like, and how to be faithful in that. The second episode is going to be Christians and church, and how we are to be a part of the body of Christ. So I'm just excited to start this new season, but to hold you guys over, we are going to launch a couple of testimonies from myself and hopefully some friends until we are able to get the second season done and uploaded. So God bless you once again. Thank you guys for your support. Enjoy the first testimony. I thought it'd be appropriate before we start season two that we hold you guys over by sharing testimonies. Actually, it was my boy Nate's idea, so I can't take the credit. So thank you, Nate. So I wanted to share my story of how I have come to the faith and God's story of keeping me has been my theme in my life. I was actually raised a PK. My grandparents started a church in DC and so I was constantly in the church, constantly around things of God. I knew scripture. I knew what right and wrong was. I knew what sin was. I was very well aware at a very young age about the concept of sin and God and I've always believed in God thank God like thank you Lord I've always believed in a higher power before I came to Christ Um, I would say I came to Christ around the age of nine I can remember saying and I put this in quotations the prayer on my stairs at my parents townhome and just being afraid of God honestly at that point like I don't want to go to hell like I don't want to burn forever that was my reason to come to Christ when I was little Um, but for some reason it stuck I was exposed to you know the gospel early or at least the truth of God early and it just stuck of course my life between that age and the age I would say I truly converted, about 14 or 15, um, things weren't perfect. You know, I was a kid. I wasn't super rebellious. Um, a lot of my sins were more hidden. And I was just the kid that everyone looked at as a good kid. Um, I came to Christ, like I said, I would say around the age of 14. I can't remember exactly the age, but I do remember just having this deep thought like if i'm going to serve god 
then I need to make this my own. I need to make this faith my own. I need to stand on my own two feet. I don't need to do this because my parents are doing this. I don't need to do this because my grandparents started this church. I need to make my faith my own and truly believe this. And that is when I had the heart change. And I started to desire God. And I started to love him more. And I started to just want more of him. And it was amazing. Um, all the while during this time, I'm just still kind of living, living, you know, living life. What I thought was life. Um, my biggest struggle, open struggle, I would say, um, was pride. I was just proud. And I don't know how, but somehow in college, God revealed to me the idolatry that I had in my heart towards one money towards two possessions and the third thing was towards relationships so my friendships especially the ones that I acquired in college and some after college and God just started to break these idols off my heart like one by one and I just remember having this deep thought of God you are the only thing that matters honestly Christ saved me from idolatry he saved me from wanting my own way and he continues to keep me um and another story or another part of my testimony is god's faithfulness to just keep me i often look at people who have these stories these crazy testimonies of like oh i was on drugs i was out here sleeping around and i'm like yo i wasn't like that like i wasn't that kid I wasn't that teenager. And it wasn't until maybe the last two years, I'm like, man, maybe I should have been that person. You know, I should have been the one that's exploring my sexuality and like just doing all these crazy things. So I could say I lived life a little bit. And God started to show me like, no, your story is that I kept you in spite of what you wanted. In spite of your natural inclinations to want these certain sinful patterns, like the sins that I wrestle with internally, God was faithful to keep me. And I know that is because when I was young, I was in the word. I was praying, God, like, help me to stay faithful to what you teach in scriptures. I read every single scripture about sin. <laughs> I read every single scripture about relationships and possessions and like, sexual ethics and i believed them so no matter what i dealt with internally regarding my um desire for things or relationships or you know youthful lust i always went back to the truth of the what the bible taught and god just kept me and that is a story worth celebrating that's a story worth sharing that's a story worth praising the lord for and I can only say it's been him that done, has done it in my life. So during this time when I'm like, you know, current current state, I should say, I'm more thankful that God has kept me. And I pray that he will continue to do so, whether it be he keeping me in my singleness or he keeping me celibate and, you know, pure until I get married. So I'm trusting him for that. And another part of my story, um... It's not really a story, I guess. 
But this past year has been really challenging. I've been learning a lot about church hurt, a lot about relationships. Um, I've lost a lot of relationships. I lost one dear relationship to me, the dearest, deepest relationship I could have from concept, from the time of birth. My father um, passed away this year, um, and it, um, yeah, it's been challenging. My father and I didn't have a perfect relationship, but I loved my father. I loved my father so much. I just loved hugging my dad. He was so funny. He was so annoying. <laughs> I loved my dad. And God has coached me through this part of life because this happened fairly recently, less than a month ago. And he's coaching me through this. He is showing me how to grieve properly and how to be present for my mom, who is going through a lot. And yeah, so that's my ongoing story. God is still keeping me. He's still coaching me. He's showing me how to love my enemies, how to love those who would say terrible falsehoods about me. And it's hard because I honestly... From the time my father passed to present, I just have been mad. I just want to fight people. And God is showing me, no, you do not fight with fist. I am going to fight your battles. I will make the wrongs right. I will shut the mouth of every liar. And I have to just trust them with that. It doesn't mean that we don't defend the truth. But it just means that we have to forgive in our hearts. So God has been showing me what forgiveness from the heart looks like. And I've had to be honest with him and say, hey, God, in this moment, I don't want to forgive. Hey, God, in this moment, I'm hurt at what people have done. In this moment, I'm sad that my dad's gone. And I've had to be honest with him. And he's still good. He's still good despite all the negative things that have happened. And that is my story, guys. I know a little vague for parts of it, but... I don't know what to share fully. I would love to share my full story one day, but God hasn't brought me to that place yet. So, yeah, that's my story. And um, if you would just pray for me during this time, I would appreciate that. All right, peace.